Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Tuesday, February 21st. Let's jump into today's top stories. Apple has emerged as a potential landing spot for the Pac-12, according to the New York Post's Andrew Marchand, who reports Commissioner George Klyovkov could present Apple as a possibility to his school soon. If the universities will be interested in a potential all-streaming deal and if the terms will end up being good enough to prevent schools, departing to other conferences are yet to be determined. If Apple were to make an agreement, then it would presumably produce more than just football for the Pac-12. It is possible the production from the Pac-12 network could be used. Apple can be very persnickety in contract negotiations, which was one of the reasons a much-talked-about agreement with the NFL for Sunday ticket never happened. For the Pac-12, reaching a deal may not be easy, but it is a possible alternative. Washington State President Kirk Schultz tells the Mercury News' John Wilner he understands the league's recent unity statement, could be seen as the same thing a head coach does when he says publicly that he loves his staff, then he fires them all. But we were getting battered constantly with all the rhetoric out of the Big 12 region, with talk that schools were leaving. At the least, we had to let people know the 10 Pac-12 schools were committed to staying together. But the speed with which the presidents were willing to put that out, I was stunned by my colleagues. Somebody said, we should do something, and within an hour, everyone was saying yes. Normally, everyone wants to be a wordsmith. Schultz also tells Wilner, some schools have a little trepidation about what, the media deal, will look like. But I don't feel at all like anyone is spiraling off into places of despair. Still, Schultz acknowledges that, at the end of the day, we have to get a deal done. That's the only thing that will quiet everybody down. Lead One CEO Tom McMillan tells on Three's Eric Prisbell that if student-athletes are designated as employees, then how the courts interpret the subsequent application of Title IX is poised to be a classic case down the road. For instance, McMillan wonders what would happen if some male athletes believed the profits they generated were being disproportionately distributed to female athletes. If male athletes are getting 5 or 10% of the revenue, whatever it is, the revenue could have been twice that. The men are getting $40,000 but believe they really should be getting $100,000 if it weren't for Title IX. That's the issue. Florida's Ben Hill Griffin Stadium is set for a major renovation that Gators AD Scott Strickland describes as follows. This is going to be, by far, the most ambitious facility project that, not only the University of Florida's ever done from an athletic standpoint, but it might be the biggest in SEC history. Strickland estimates the upgrades will cost a few hundred million dollars and says the project is not going to be a new coat of paint and a couple of new video boards. It's going to be all of that, plus significant structural renovations. Details themselves are still being finalized. According to police testimony, Alabama men's basketball student-athlete Brandon Miller brought the gun authorities say, was used in the shooting that resulted in capital murder charges being brought against former teammate Darius Miles and another individual. Law enforcement officials say Miles requested Miller bring the gun to his location. Asked why Miller wasn't charged with a crime, Tuscaloosa PD Chief Paula Whitley explains, that's not a question I can answer. There's nothing we could charge him with. Crimson Tide HC Nate Oates says he was aware of Miller's role in the event, we knew about that. Can't control everything everybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out, Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble nor is he in any type of trouble in this case. Wrong spot at the wrong time. 
Investigators also say Tide student-athlete Jaden Bradley was at the scene of the shooting. Mississippi State AD Zach Selman talks about his vision for the department and working with several new Bulldogs head coaches, telling 247 Sports he sat down with all of the head coaches and, for each of our first-year guys, it was, hey, let's build the foundation. There's no shortcut for the foundation. But it makes it unique that we can partner and grow together. There's a lot of things evolving, so we're going to be able to have fresh eyes on everything and are able to rethink, whether it's programmatically, whether it's from a facilities standpoint, whatever that might be, I think it has a lot of added advantages coming in here together at similar times. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of D1T in 5 for Tuesday, February 21st. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.